At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is bet center on vsin the sports betting network Hey, it's Holden Kushner. What is up, Bet Center? I'm so excited to be here today. This is so exciting. Why is it so exciting? Well, first of all, I get to hang out with you on Independence Day weekend. My name is Holden Kushner. I host a podcast for VEASAN. It is called the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. What do I do? I talk about the Colorado teams. I bet on the Colorado teams. If you're betting on or against Colorado teams, or you just think you like what I'm hearing or what you're hearing from me right now, might as well check it out. Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. And the Denver City Cast right now, I'm partying because about 10 minutes ago, the Diamondbacks were up on the Rockies five to three. The Diamondbacks bullpen's a disaster, by the way. One of the Diamondbacks relievers ends up getting hurt. Mark Melanson comes in. Plus 430. Let's just try something out here. We'll throw a little quarter unit down on the Rockies, see if they can come back. Single, single, home run, C.J. Crone. Boom, we're up, plus 430. So things are going well there. I'm going to talk about live betting because uh, I'm sitting here in in probably a horrible spot. Uh, Red Sox and Cubs tied at two. They just went to extra innings. I got Red Sox under four and a half team total. Unfortunately, this thing just went to extra innings, though. And this is where it all goes to die, right? These are where unders go to die. They go to die in basketball. They go to they go to die in every sport. And I'll sweat a little here with you, but I love live betting. It is my favorite thing to do. I do enjoy pregame betting. I'll get in on some pregames. You know what? I learned after the fact. Greg Peterson was on Houston Run Line. I was there with him. Kind of. I I don't lay down on these bets too often, but that one was like, all right, we're in the bottom of the ninth. No way they're coming back and covering the run line. And Jeremy Pena hits a two-run walk-off home run. It's been a good Sunday. It was a great day yesterday with James Salinas. A bad day for the Astros, or for the Angels offense, though. They struck out 20 times today. 20 times. So let me get my notes here. Astros pitchers set a major league record. 48 strikeouts in a three-game series without extra innings. 48 strikeouts in a three-game series. That's what, 16 Ks a game? 20 strikeouts today. By the Angels hitters. They are just a complete debacle, even with two of the best players in the world and Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. No bueno right now. What do we got going on? We got Mookie Betts back for the Dodgers. He got on right away. Trey Turner knocked him in. one nothing Dodgers over the Padres. That's where we sit right now. This game is in the bottom of the sixth inning. I do not want to target the Padres to come back in this game. I'm just not going to mess with the Dodgers bullpen right now. Clayton Kershaw, six shutout innings. He's got seven Ks on the other side of the Padres. Mackenzie Gore pitched very well after giving up that one run of the first. 
five and a third innings, a run, four walks, though, and three strikeouts. Do I want to get in? Like I just said, no. Uh, and you can get the Padres at five to one plus 500 to come back and win this game. I'm just not feeling confident about the offense right now. I'll also get into the NL West odds and really all the odds in Major League Baseball for the division winners, because there's only like three of them to me that I could target and put a bet on. And I think at least looking at the Padres to catch the Dodgers, they have been in quite a slide. They've lost three and a half games over the last four days to the Dodgers. They've lost head to head the last two days, might lose again today. But nonetheless, one nothing Dodgers over the Padres, and we move to the Mariners and the A's. Now, on yesterday's show, hosting Bet Center with James Salinas, I went into it, and I'm going to explain it again now. If you weren't watching, if you were watching, just absorb the brilliance that comes out of my mind. And yes, I'm being slightly facetious there. So when I'm betting baseball at this point in the season, I kind of know, you kind of know, if you do a little bit of research, you know which bullpens are really good you know which bullpens are really bad. And the really bad bullpens to target, Philadelphia Phillies, talk about them tonight. You target the Oakland A's bullpen, targeted yesterday, big win there. Phillies, A's, just two of the teams that we like to go against. The Arizona Diamondbacks are another one. We just saw them get touched up. Usually be the Rockies, the Rockies bullpen pitching a bit better over the last three weeks, so I'm not going to bother with them. But for me, a big part of live betting baseball is knowing a, the lineups, day-to-day. People don't seem to check the lineups on Sunday. I don't know why they don't check the lineups on Sunday. They just wait for the lines to come out Sunday morning. And then you go and check out lineups with the Yankees and the Indians. You're like, oh, the Guardians. Oh, this game's going to go over. No problem. The Yankees. Well, there's no Aaron Judge. There was no Jose Ramirez. And if you looked at that game, you said, this is gross. I'm not going to bet this game. A lot of people got on it before. So the first thing you want to do going into a game, even if you're live betting, make sure you have all the lineups in there. I do not place a bet on a game until I have the lineups. Simple as that. Simple as that. Second of all, when we're betting games, teams down late in the game, let's say late innings would be six, seven, eight, nine. I want to target these bullpens. I want to target the Oakland pen. Now the Mariners lead the A's two to one. We're getting late in this game too. This is one where I'm kind of starting to hone in on now, top of the seventh inning. The Oakland bullpen has just been historically horrible as of late. And if somehow, some way, between now and the end of the top of the ninth inning, that the Oakland A's either tie this thing up or get a lead, if there's any point in time I could get the Mariners a plus money, or if it's tied, let's say 2-2, going into the bottom of the ninth, I'm going to auto bet the team that's going up against the A's bullpen. And it has worked more often than not. And remember, when you're betting live, you're not getting you're not betting minus 130 favorites. You're not betting minus 140 favorites. You're betting dogs and you're getting good money. Like I said, I'm I'm hoping that this Colorado Arizona game ends pretty soon and that Colorado comes out on top. That was hey, they're down two runs, they're playing at cores, bad bullpen for Arizona, injury in the bullpen, Melanson coming in. Okay, let's hit that and let's do it at plus 430. You know, you hit a plus 430, you can get three other ones wrong and you're still sitting in business. Okay? So that to me is a big bit, big strategy here for live betting baseball. And I love live betting baseball. It's my favorite thing to do. Live bet, not just baseball. I rarely, if ever, lay a pregame NBA bet down. I did during the playoffs in the NBA just because the alt lines at minus nine and a half were cashing every single game because they're all blowouts. For the most part, I'm not a pregame better in basketball. Some in college basketball, not much of the NBA. NFL, a little bit. 
more than anything, I love hitting player props in-game in the National Football League. It's the one true advantage I think we have over the book still would be player props. The the algorithm just not, it, it, it's not as tight as it is with the sides, with the totals and other things. Uh, there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of little things you can see in a game during the NFL. If there's an injury to an offensive lineman, you know, an injury to a pitcher, the lines are changing in baseball. Injury to, you know, one of the starters in a basketball game, lines are changing. Injury to an offensive lineman, a key offensive lineman, Algo doesn't really pick up on that. So you can definitely get little edges there live betting player props. You can live bet Major League Baseball player props live. I don't do it. I just think my system is pretty simple at this point, and it's worked out. The system is, okay, let's look at three or four teams every day that are playing the teams with the best, with the worst bullpens in baseball, and let's see how many times we can clean up in one afternoon. And right now, it's Colorado. We'll see. If Arizona comes back at the top of the ninth inning to take the lead, maybe I go the other way. And to tell you the truth, just to talk through my process right now, I'm looking at the Diamondbacks and Rockies saying, okay, if I got a plus 430 and I can hop on the Diamondbacks at plus money, what are they at right now? Plus 370? I mean, it almost makes sense at this point. Problem is, I don't want to target Daniel Bard. It's one of the only relievers on the Rockies that I feel good about. So, really, I could hedge right now because you're either getting a plus 430 or a plus 370. You know what? Just to play it safe. Okay, I'm going to take a unit off of what I'm going to have. I'm going to go on the book right now. I'm picking up my phone. I'm on DraftKings right now. All right? And I'm going to go look at the line. We got Bet Rivers too. All right, I can get the Diamondbacks at plus three ten. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Yeah, we're good. Okay, so here we are. This is how you bet in game. At least this is how I bet in game. So on one side, took the Rockies, hoping they come back. I'll get plus. I'll get four plus to one here. Now I'm getting plus three forty. I'm guaranteed a profit. I took a little bit out of my out of my profit through that on Arizona, and now I'm guaranteed a profit. So no matter what happens here, I'm either getting plus, because it would be plus 240 on Arizona, or I'm getting plus 340 on the Rockies. This just happened to work out. Now, sometimes you might look at this show, you might say, this guy's an idiot. He just lost five bets in a row. What the hell is he doing? But I had a chance to give you my process here. Target these bad bullpens when you're betting live. Betting live for me is just so much fun. We also have the White Sox leading the Giants six to nothing. Not too much going on here. Uh, Lucas Giolito actually looked really good for a change. That was nice to see. Ended up striking out seven through five innings, two hit shutout baseball. That's great. And then we still have Boston and Chicago. And uh, stop, don't score Red Sox. Let's just get this game over with, get it to the bottom of the 10th. Let's get the Cubs to walk off, and we're going to be all happy over here. We'll be happy on this side of things. Big show set up for you today, too. Looking forward to it. I will preview Sunday night baseball with the Cardinals and the Phillies. Oh, yeah, I don't have too many pregame bets. I got a good player prop in this one, though, a player prop that I feel very, very, very comfortable with. I like it a lot. Also, spread a stare. My buddy, he's with Ron Pure Bets. He's going to come on now. He's, he's knee-deep betting Wimbledon right now. He's a huge tennis better. I'm not going to talk much Wimbledon with him. I want to talk to him about where Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going because there are some futures markets out there that we can bet in the NBA. It's kind of interesting right now. Where's KD going to go? Does he go to the Suns? Can they make the deal? Is it going to be a three-way deal? It seems like it's very, very, very difficult, very, very interesting right now. And then, I mean, our producer, Brian Ortega, he's telling you he's going to play movie quotes and, and all this other stuff. I'm very excited about this. I love movies. 
I just saw Rise of Gru. I know Greg Peterson, he, he's on later tonight. He probably already did his Rise of Gru movie review. It's a kid's movie. It was fine. I laughed a couple of times. The kids enjoyed it, though. I watched a little, I'm going to be honest with you, I watched a little baseball on my phone. I know you're supposed to turn it off as a bunch of kids in the theater, though. Nobody's going to tell an old man to shut up and turn his phone off. It's just not going to happen. My name is Holden Kushner, host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Let's come back, find out what happened here at the end of this game. Diamondbacks and the Rocky 6-5 Colorado, top of the ninth inning, on uh, the Boston and the Cubs in extra innings right now. Spread a stare, run pure bets. He's going to tell me his thoughts on where KD's going to end up. Stick around. This is Bet Center with me, Holden Kushner, on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And welcome back into Bet Center. Holden Kushner hanging out with you today on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, again, check out my podcast. It's a VSIN podcast, Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Talk about betting all of the Colorado teams. Uh, we talked about betting the Rockies today and a little. Actually, I didn't do a show today. I often talk about betting the Rockies live and how you can handle betting them. Right now, they lead the Arizona Diamondbacks 6-5. We're on the Rockies plus 430. We're on the Arizona plus 370. So things are going pretty well in that game right now. Now, things are always going well for my man spread of stairs. We head out to somewhere at a super secluded place in Northern California. My favorite NBA better is here with us, spread of stair with Run Pure Bets. My friend, I know you're knee-deep, knee-deep in the Wimbledon stuff because you're a huge tennis guy, but thanks for taking a few minutes out of your day and talking some NBA with me. What's going on, my friend? Oh, I'm doing great, man. What a great time of year. Uh, you know, taking in all this NBA news, and I, I swear the way they've set it up now, the, the NBA offseason is the second most uh, exciting time behind the NBA playoffs. Uh, with all these player moves and then of course enjoying the great action in Wimbledon and that's been a crazy year but uh, uh let's dive into some NBA because boy in a league of moving parts a lot of things have changed already okay before we do that just uh, most of the people listen to us rather than watch us but for those of you that could see spread a stare it looks to me like you're in a dentist's office where are you right now what is this background that you've come up with it's green there's different colors there's places to sit are you in a dentist's <laughs> office or somewhere else 
No, it's just my normal office. It's just a fun background okay. uh, I like that I chose to, to make me look cooler than I really am. So uh, <laughs> now, now that you let everyone know that uh, that it's not real. But hey, uh, it's just my normal office you usually see me in. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, Spread. Let's get into KD. Talk to me here. There's just every day it's a new team. It was it was the Suns. Now it's the Warriors, the Lakers, this, that. Where's KD going to end up? I mean, we got odds all over the place right now where he could go. It's not going to be easy to land him. It might have to be a three-team deal. Talk to me about this thing. Where's he playing next? The Suns are the favorite. I think they're at minus 200 at this point. Then the Nets, Sixers, Bulls, and Heat. All right. Well, one thing I can tell you for sure, it's not the Warriors. It's not going to be the Warriors. So okay. we, we can go ahead and cross them off the list here. I, I think this is really fascinating for the future of the NBA um, with the idea that a guy that has four years left on his deal um, and, a no, you know, he doesn't have a no trade clause. So technically they can send him anywhere if they like. Is he going to be able to force the where he wants to go, right? And the idea is usually these players are getting towards the end of their deal. And then they're asking to be moved. And so the teams kind of know, hey, you know, this will only be a rental. Uh, so we might as well trade him where he wants to go, where he's actually going to resign. Four years left on the deal. This is going to be huge precedent setting thing. He wants to go uh, to the Phoenix Suns. And why not? This team did great uh, last year. And mainly it's the connection uh, with Coach Monty Williams. Uh, he gets along really great with Monty Williams. Monty Williams, of course really rising up the ranks, you know, to being an unknown guy to now just being regarded as a top five coach in the NBA. And here we see his influence spreading out again uh, as Kevin Durant has decided that he wants to come play for him. Um, you know, and Devin Booker, of course, is untouchable. So what a great running mate, you know, uh, another scorer to be alongside with them, the high basketball IQ uh, of Chris Paul. So even though he is the favorite, um, you know, uh, I think the Suns do have the best chance of landing them. And the betting odds reflect that. It's going to be interesting. I saw the Nets up there on the board, right? And where will he play next? They have the Nets running at plus 700. I think that Joe Sy could just try and force him to come back, right? I mean, he's under contract. I mean, what's he going to do? Hold out? Um, <laughs> they still have KD. They still have Kyrie. They still have uh, Ben Simmons. Um, so uh, Joe Sy might force that, but... All the times that I've seen before in the NBA, the player usually gets what they want, right? This is a player-driven league. It has been so for, for as long as I can remember. Um, so my expectation is that, yes, Kevin Durant will get what he wants. He will be in uh, the Western Conference with the Phoenix Suns. And, boy, the West just is getting more and more stacked. Man, it is. So what about his boy, Kyrie? You think Kyrie's headed out to uh, to play with the Lakers? Flip it yep. with Westbrook. Uh, you know what? I shouldn't call him Westbrook because I like Russell Westbrook. Let's just come out there and it's almost like, boom, I have to say Westbrook. No, it's not right. Russell Westbrook. You think that's going down? I think it is. I don't think there's much of a market for this guy uh, be, because here's the thing. You're only trading for him if you believe you know, that you're, you're a Kyrie Irving away from winning the championship because he's not reliable. Uh, if you're a rebuilding yeah. team, right? You don't want, you don't want to be in there and rebuild, right? If you're a team like Houston or Oklahoma city, right. That's trying to build a, a new culture around young players. He's not the guy that you want in the locker room. So I don't think that there's much of a market for him. Um, so we know the Lakers are willing to attach both first round picks. We, we know the nets gave up plenty of first round picks uh, to acquire James Harden in the Houston deal. Of course, they got a couple back 
when they traded him to the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, but overall, because of the lack of market, I think the Nets are going to realize, hey, if we are blowing this thing up, really the only team that we're going to get the draft pick compensation that we want is uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, of course, given the 2027 and the 2029 uh, draft picks that are available for them to be traded now. So uh, that one seems a lot easier for me to answer, right, Holden? It seems the Lakers or, or that, you know, Josiah forces these guys to run it back one more year. Um, but my guess is uh, he's going to be with his old running mate, LeBron James, and the Los Angeles Lakers when the season starts. Well, our guy Tim Connolly went out to Minnesota from Denver, and all he's done now is given up four first-round picks for Rudy Gobert. Now, I kind of get it from one hand. If Minnesota's good, you know, what's a pick from around number 28 spot really going to be worth? On the other side, is Rudy Gobert really worth that? And what does this do to the Timberwolves' chances of doing something special next season? I think it's great, personally. <laughs> so I liked yeah. it. Um, and let, let's go ahead and, and let's swing the fences on, on some of these draft picks. And the thing is, when you're the Minnesota Timberwolves, you've already got your guy. Uh, you know, we've talked before, and I think that Anthony Edwards is going to be an MVP candidate in the next three to four years, right? Um, so so you're, you're not like, you know, the Sacramento Kings or the Orlando Magic, and maybe the Magic got their guy. Yeah, hey, maybe even the Kings got their guy in this draft, right? But but you don't know who you're building around. When you have a guy like Anthony Edwards, I think you can play, uh, you know, a little uh, loose and fast with these draft picks. So I think they was willing uh, to make the gamble. Carl uh, Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert, that's an interesting fit. I was thinking about it before it came on. Uh, the spacing is not going to be an issue when you run four out because uh, Carl Anthony Towns can shoot so well if you run Gobert down low. Now, what you don't want to do is do kind of what happened with Kevin Love, where you take this guy who was pretty good in the post and he's only outside. So I think it's going to be, you know, incumbent on the coach, Chris Finch, to really design some plays because Gobert's not going to have gravity outside unless he's setting screens. They need to do some of that warrior stuff, a lot of off-ball screens, uh, get people involved. That way, you know, uh, Gobert's man can't just double-team Towns every single time. But really, other than the spacing on that team, I think it's a huge win here. Uh, the Timberwolves had a big problem on the defensive end, and, and let's be honest, Carl Anthony Towns is not the rim protector that you need if you're really going to run at a championship. Uh, Gobert is. If they can figure out how to make this thing work on the offensive end, I do think they have a legitimate shot. And, and as stacked as the West is, these are some older players, right? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some key injuries uh, to some of these big teams. You, you know, the Phoenix Suns, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, even the Nuggets were racked with injuries last year, right? Holden, you saw how much that took a team that could have been a championship contender and, and, and really nullified their chances. So, hey, I, I like it. Swing for the fences now. And I thought it was a great deal for the Utah Jazz, too. I think the Utah Jazz should move Donovan Mitchell and go all in on the rebuild the Ooh. same way the Houston uh, Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder have done. Now, the question is, will ownership take them out? Because I know because they have the all-star game, they might want to have a participant. And I hear that's the big uh, impediment uh, to moving him right now. So it's another ownership versus GM deal. Now, they brought Danny Ainge in. Seems like Ainge is going to have plenty of power here. Um, so, so will the owner get to have his all-star here, or will they let Ainge do it right? But we know that Ainge, you know, in the past, he loves to acquire these draft picks, hit home runs with the draft picks, and those draft picks were playing in the NBA Finals uh, last season with the Boston Celtics. So Ainge has the track record. Uh, he's getting the ammunition here. I like what both teams did. So I think it's worth maybe a little sprinkle on 20-1 to 1 for the Timberwolves to win the West. I might be in on I that. Think, I, I'm gonna, Yeah, you, th you like it too, don't you? 
because you can get out once you get to the even the semifinals. You, you should be able to hedge out of it, right? Because yeah, um, you know, I don't think they're going to be huge dogs if they do get even against you know if that Lakers team does form and they're powerful or you know KD on the sense they're not going to be huge dogs. You're going to be able, at twenty to one. You got hedge out. You can hedge out even at minus three hundred on each series from the semifinals to the NBA conference finals. I really like that. And then, like I said, the Clippers go out on injuries. Uh, you know, Chris Paul's had problems staying healthy. Yep. You know, Kevin Durant is 34. I think he, you know, he's only played about 50% of the last two seasons. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this team is live and I think that Anthony Edwards takes another huge leap in his development this year. Uh, he's a no good actor too, Fred. He's a good actor. Yeah. I'm up against it. I need to start having you on for like six segments at a time. There's so much more I want to talk to you about. Thanks for the time, Spread. Spread a stare with Run Pure Bets. I'll talk to you off the air in a little bit, Spread. Thanks a lot for the time, buddy. Next, movie quote Sunday. What the heck is that? We'll all learn together on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season long. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com backslash Blue Moon right now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter, 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And please drink responsibly. And welcome back to Bet Center here on VSIN. My name is Holden Kushner. I host a podcast for VSIN. It's called the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. If you're ever betting on or against Denver sports teams, Probably the the Colorado Buffaloes, too. Boy, that's going to be a bad football season this year. Anyways, check it out. Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. You just like my voice. That's great. Or if you want to scream at somebody and they're not going to listen, you could just scream. It's one way. Go, go, go check it out. It's great. You can follow me on Twitter, too, at Holden Radio. Now, apparently on Sundays here on Bet Center, and I'm just filling in today, apparently it's movie quote Sunday. And our producer, Brian Ortega, came up with this brilliant idea. He's like, I'm going to play movie quotes. And then we're going to do something with, is that right, Ortega? Is that what I'm going to do? We're just going to play movie quotes and then it's going to have something to do with sports betting. And then I get to complain, right? I'm actually looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Thanks. Thanks for the input there. That was a, that was quality commentary from Brian Ortega. You know, some people are better producers than hosts. Um, You just proved it. So anyways, my friend. You're going to play some movie quotes, and what I'm going to do is try and identify a player or a manager or somebody else after you play said movie quotes. If you want to chime in with some amazing analysis like you just gave us, by all means, do so, Brian. I'm all for it. Uh, If you don't, then you don't. But let's play quote number one, which apparently is from a movie that has to do with sports. Hey, you want some more? Some more what? No, no, you want some more. I haven't had anything yet. So how can I have some more of nothing? Shut up! You're killing me, Smalls. Okay, so is this if you were betting on the Angels today and Altuve singled leading to the Pena home run, the small guy was killing you, or is this somebody else is killing me? Like, it, it would be the a manager's killing me, right? So a manager is killing me right now. 
That's Tony La Russa. I, mean, I, I was the last guy standing defending Tony La Russa as the manager of the Chicago White Sox. I mean, what, what was I doing? This guy has a wonderful resume, a tremendous, a Hall of Fame manager, one of the greatest of all time, going to the Chicago White Sox last year, pissing everybody off in the clubhouse. Okay, they got to the playoffs, right? They didn't do anything. And then this year, he's costing me money, so he's killing me. You're, you're killing me, Tony. I'm a big Tony La Russa person. Uh, I'm a fan of him as a person. He works for ARF. He saves animals and dogs and stuff. It's really cool. Big fan. But right now, he's costing me money because I got the White Sox future to win the Central. They're sitting here at 37 and 39, minus 45 run differential. I can't imagine he's going to last the season. And if he does, that ticket's going to get torn up. Just stick a fork in it. So who's killing me? Tony La Russa is killing me. That's who's killing me right now. You're killing me, Tony. You're killing me. Quote number two, right? Let's hear the quote number two, and then I'm going to figure out exactly what I have to do after we play it. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! Ow! Okay, okay. Now, I just saw Top Gun 2 the other day. I've seen it twice in the movie theater. Totally worth it. Top Gun Maverick, even better than the first one. One of the great action movies of all time. But you're talking about which NFL player is going to add speed to their team this season. I don't. It, it, immediately, this popped to me. Immediately. Tyreek Hill is going to, to South Beach, man. Tyreek Hill, Tua, Tyreek, and Jalen Waddle. Tyreek Hill is going to change this thing for the Dolphins. Now, I'm still not buying into this organization. I, I often have a thought when there's bad ownership, it trickles down. And very rarely do good things happen to teams, no matter how talented they are, when there's bad ownership. So let's go through this in the NFL. Um, The Cowboys being one of them, okay? Tons of talent every single year, right? But it's Jerry Jones. Owner trickles down. They never win. Steven Ross is in Miami. Steven Ross, another one of these guys that is just a horrible owner. He has not been able to get out of his own way. Now you had the whole Brian Flores debacle, but... They went out, they did some good things. They got themselves some Tyreek Hill. Now, is that going to add speed? Yes. Does that mean that they're going to be good enough to take down the team that I think has a chance of winning the Super Bowl this year and is probably going to win the AFC East by multiple games? No. The the Bills are winning that division. Can Tyreek Hill help get that team over the hump and into the playoffs and maybe, you know, play a playoff game? Yes. I think we're at the point now to where, we're going to find everything out about Tua we need to know. And Tyreek Hill is going to be a big piece of the puzzle. Now, if Tyreek Hill doesn't get the ball as much as he wanted, because remember, he's going from Patrick Mahomes to Tua, that could be a carnival, just a gong show on stilts, because he's going to go off. He is not going to be a happy man. But the need for speed, I think Tyreek Hill fits the bill. Let's, I didn't mean to rhyme that. I did not mean to rhyme that. I'm sorry. I apologize. Number three, what are we going to do here with number three? But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Uh, Thank you, President Thomas J. Whitmore. A wonderful, wonderful speech there. Very moved. As a matter of fact, during the break, I'm probably going to get my American flag out, put it on behind me, 
And uh, we're going to have a good time. Thomas J. Whitmore just pumped me up. But the question now is, what is your favorite 4th of July tradition? And my 4th of July tradition, which is going to be tomorrow, is I'm going to hang out with my kids for a little bit. Okay, we'll get that out. We're going to hang out of the pool. It'll be good. My girlfriend's sick. That's fine. My 4th of July tradition is not betting on the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I don't even know if that's tomorrow. Is that tomorrow or today? I know everybody... Everybody on the network's excited about the hot dog eating contest. And, and I'm not here to poo-poo on them. I, I love Mitch and Pauly and all the other guys. Listen, some people are actually into this. My Independence Day tradition is just, why? why what are we doing here? Uh, what are we doing? Is this really worth the time to sit there and dig in to how many hot dogs this dude is going to eat or if he's going to break his own record? I, it's fun for some of you. I personally prefer digging into baseball. I'll just go do some baseball bets tomorrow. So I think one of my 4th of July traditions is saying, why in the hell do you people bet this thing? Unless it's just really profitable. If you found, if you came to me and said, hold it, you hit me up on Twitter, hold radio, you go, hold it. I found a way to be a millionaire. All you got to do is bet on the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. And I'd say, well, first of all, they probably limit you on it. But second of all, I'm willing to listen. But I have not heard any good strategies to betting this except for Joey Chestnut uh breaking some record you know so that's number one number two tons of baseball i will watch tons of baseball it's awesome i won't go to a baseball game last time i went to a baseball game on fourth of july i mean it had to be 15 years ago right around that time it was in washington dc temperatures upper 90 low 100 i said to myself why am i doing this why am i going to sit out in the sweltering heat with all these other people when i could sit at home be a curmudgeon just an old whiny man and watch baseball on my television. So that's what I'm going to do. I got lucky. The girlfriend's sick. I got a night by myself. And we'll watch baseball, bet on baseball, hang out with my kids for a little bit, and then, and then we'll move on. And the last tradition that I have, and I no longer have a dog. I just went out and adopted a 14-year-old cat. I'm not even kidding you. I adopted a 14-year-old cat, not because I'm a good guy. There was actually other things going on here. My kids wanted a pet. I didn't want a cat for 20 years. I'm like, maybe this one will be four or five years. Then we don't have to put a long-term investment in it. It's a sweet cat. I love it. But for dogs, I mean, this is the worst time to be a dog owner. The dogs are going to be barking. They're going to be soiling themselves. They're going to be climbing under beds. It's a horrible time to be a dog for the 4th of July. So by all means, uh, I don't know what you got to do with them. I don't know if you drug them or you put earmuffs on them or, or whatever, but that's my other 4th of July tradition. Uh, usually, and it's not going to be this year, it's usually going to have dogs just losing their minds and, and, and barking. And, and again, it's just a horrible, horrible situation. I've never done a 4th of July with a cat, but I'll let you know how it works out. Anybody know about cats on 4th of July? I feel like cats don't worry about anything. They're very odd animals. Coming up next, Spreadopedia, host of the world, wide world of wine garden baseball. Okay. Good. Jason Weingarten. I like it. We'll call him Spreadopedia, though, right? Because we had spread a stair. Now we got spread a speed. Spread a Everything's coming on. We got spreads everywhere. It's beautiful. Going to talk to him about some uh, baseball, some futures, some things going forward, and then maybe a little talk about Sunday night baseball, which is coming up in about 25, 30 minutes. A lot still to come here. Again, Holden Kushner, host of the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. Check it out if you get a second. Let's catch up with Jason Weingarten next. This is Bet Center, and it is on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The V-SIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today, you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. NFL preseason coverage. I mean, what is it? The third right? 15 days? So two weeks from tomorrow, rookies report to a couple of camps. That's how close it is. You'll get articles, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR. USFL, we had the championship game, right? If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it to see beautiful people such as myself and Jason Weingarten, who's coming up in just a minute. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st, so check it out. All right, welcome back to Bet Center. My name is Holden Kushner. Host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers, a VEASAN podcast where I talk about betting on all the teams here in Denver, Colorado. We had a good day. We bet the Rockies plus 430. We hedged it with uh, Arizona plus 370. Ended up making a profit out of that. So that was nice. Uh, let's talk about what's going on in baseball going forward. Jason Weingarten joins us uh, at Spreadopedia on Twitter. It's wonderful to virtually meet you. Thanks for the time, Jason. How are you today? How's it going? Nice to talk to you. Actually, we've talked before, so don't worry about it. Um, I want to talk to you about Jacob deGrom. I'm seeing all these videos here. He's down in Port St. Lucie, right? you got 18, 19-year-olds down there. Dude's throwing 100 miles an hour. They're just standing behind him in awe. Uh, The Mets, their lead is shrinking over the Atlanta Braves. What does this deGrom's looming return make you think of the Mets in the futures market? Did you see his, uh, his numbers and his rehab start? It was very good. Didn't, they didn't touch him. Didn't he hit triple digits again? This guy's amazing. Yeah, 1.2 innings, five strikeouts. Can't can't do much better than that. Obviously, you know, single A guy is gonna, you know, look look bad against Degrom anytime. But uh, I love Degrom. I bet him to win the Cy Young. I bet him at like 300 to one. I know he's out there at 500 to one. I don't think he's gonna come back and pitch well enough to really make a a you know a a serious run in the Cy Young race. It, you know, 15 starts, probably not going to be enough to do anything. But I do think the uh, the Braves just got done having that crazy month. And uh, the Mets are going to need all the help they're going to get in the second half. They're going to need Scherzer and DeGrom to be on their game to hold off the, the Braves down the stretch. Well, it was a 10-and-a-half game lead at the beginning of June. The Braves went on a 19-and-5 run. They got to within two-and-a-half games. And today, 
Mets picked up a game on them. But when you look at the National League East, and you had to pick a team right now, would you take the Mets or would you back the Braves? I'd probably take the Braves here. Um, if you can get anything over two to one, I'd I'd probably back the Braves. I I not that I think the Mets are a bad team. It's just they're the Mets. You you want to lay minus one eighty with the Mets to win the division? <laughs> well, that's that's kind of like what I'm saying. If you're betting on the Braves winning, I don't think you're betting on the the Mets just completely flaming out because the talent. Because now you got Degrom coming back, Scherzer's back. They have a terrific rotation. David Peterson's actually thrown pretty well this year. Offensively, they're fine. I think what you're doing is you're betting on the Mets to go full Mets. And it's been a good bet in the past. Is that really any way to bet a future? And I would say, actually, the answer is yes. Because something horrible is probably looming for the Mets in the future. Right? I mean, we've just seen it too many times at this point. You know, I don't I don't factor that in into my handicapping. I think I the Braves just, just happen to be a, a very good team. They might even be slightly better than they were last season, even with the subtraction of uh, Freddie Freeman. But, uh, y- you know, it, it's always in the back of my mind that the Mets are going to do something. And I mean, they had a they had a huge lead and now they don't. So here we are. Hey, if somebody that was around those 07 and 08 teams, like slowly watching them collapse, it's just, it's tough to get away from the horrible things that are probably going to happen. But this is a hell of a team. And I think it's interesting you bring up uh, the Braves and just talent-wise, because that lineup, top to bottom, and now you add Michael Harris in there, this kid, one of the top prospects, he gives them, he gives them a one through nine that's just about as good as anybody. When you think about the great lineups in Major League Baseball today, are the Braves in that conversation? And are the Mets even in that conversation? Braves are absolutely in that conversation. The Mets, <clears throat> the thing to not overlook about the Mets, I've talked about this a bunch of times before, they have something like 40, 42 people in their analytics department. That's you know an incredibly large amount of very talented people building, you know, uh, something hopefully that's going to be sustainable for that team long term. So <clears throat> their their lineup might not be as good as, uh, you know, the, the Braves or the Dodgers, but part of it's just because this front office hasn't had as much time to uh, build and develop. So give them, you know, give them some more time and this team will consistently be among the best in baseball with the amount of money they're putting into building, you know, behind the scenes. Um, Jason, I was just looking at uh, Sunday night baseball here coming up in a couple of minutes. I got my own thoughts. I'll break it down. What your thoughts on tonight's game? Um, Cardinals, Phillies, Cardinals, obviously just on a roll here, back to back to back to back home runs yesterday. Arenado with a couple of home runs, Goldschmidt, a potential MVP, and then no Bryce Harper on the other side, but you do have Zach Wheeler, a good pitching matchup too. Wheeler and Wainwright. Do you have any plays here? And even if you don't give me some thoughts on Sunday night baseball. My uh, my only play on the game is the the first inning. I bet yes, score first inning at even money. If uh, if you can get plus one hundred or better, I think that's a good play. Um, even even with the pitchers on the mound here, <clears throat> I lean the Cardinals. I think getting plus one forty with the Cardinals is always gonna get my attention. Zach Wheeler's been one of the best pitchers in baseball. You know, two years in a row now. He's a potential Cy Young candidate. A lot of a lot of good players in this game, but uh, you know the Phillies. They they always seem to be this team we spend a lot of time talking about, and they always slightly underperform, and they're slightly over 500 here. It wouldn't surprise me to see them kind of getting that uh, NL East race, but tonight I'm on the Cardinals plus 140. I think that's uh, 
pretty pretty reasonable price. I see plus forty one forty nine on my uh, computer right now. So you like that a lot? A little plus one forty nine action. Uh, it's n- it's not a bad number. Plus one forty five, plus one forty nine. Phillies heavy favorites tonight, and this Cardinals offense has just been clicking on all cylinders. But talking about the Phillies in particular, I, I I can't really back them in a futures market without knowing what's going on with Bryce Harper at this point. I mean, it's yeah. baseball, so it's one player, but it is the most valuable player. And this guy just changes their lineup, changes everybody's lineup. Yeah, I mean, that's what he gets paid all that money for. And unfortunately, without him you know, in the lineup, everyone else has to pick up the slack. But he will be back this season. And uh, he had that UCL injury, too. So maybe he just needed time off to rest everything. Hey, I'm looking at the Dodgers here. And by the way, the Dodgers are up on the Padres one nothing. This game's at the top of the ninth. They finally got Mookie Betts back. And this offense was not the same without Mookie Betts. This team really wasn't the same without Mookie Betts. But all we're hearing right now, oh, it's the Yankees, the Yankees, the Yankees, the Mets. Uh, and, and the Dodgers are just this giant that no one seems to be talking about. They're underperforming offensively, at least in my eyes. Mookie's back now. What's your take on the Dodgers going forward here? as uh, you're still getting four to one for them to win a, the world series. I bet that four to one number. I, I think they're the, the obvious, you know, favorite mm-hmm. in uh, both the pennant and the, the world series market. The thing that worries me though, is the pitching. They are vulnerable, even with how good their lineup is always. Uh, they're always an injury or two away from, you know, being severely vulnerable in a playoff series, especially Get a healthy DeGrom and Scherzer. You got to face them in a seven-game series. Not easy. No, that's that's the problem. Is Are they going to be healthy? But yeah, the Dodgers are just... It's a team that no one's talking about. It's just fascinating to me. Um, and it's not just because they're on the West Coast. At this point, I think just everybody's talking about the Yankees. Everybody is talking about the Mets. And... They're forgetting about the Dodgers. And at four to one, I think I'm right there with you. It's a hell of a, it's a hell of a bet. Um, Jason, thank you so much for hopping on. Plug what you're doing right now. How do people find your stuff? Um, and, and give us a little back. I'm on, uh, I'm on VEASAN usually Monday nights with uh, Scott, Scott Seidenberg. I'm on uh, with Gil Wednesdays and Fridays, occasionally on Mondays too. And I have a podcast, Wide World of Wine Garden. It's available on Spotify. And wherever you can get uh, iHeartRadio podcasts, YouTube, basically everywhere podcasts are available. All right. Jason, thanks for the time. Appreciate it, buddy. Take care of yourself. Thanks for having me on. Pre- appreciate the time. You got it. All right. Uh, coming up next on Bet Center, I'm going to give you my preview of Sunday Night Baseball. That'll be starting up in about, what, 15 minutes from now. So let me get that preview in here pretty quickly. And then there's a whole bunch of division races, or at least three division races that I really look at that I think we might be able to make a play on, um, that might have a little bit soft lines. So I want to dig into that too. So we'll look at the NL division races, the Padres, the Cardinals, the Braves, the teams that are in second place right now that might have a chance to make us some money, a big plus money, and then also preview. I got a a player prop on this uh, Phillies-Cardinals game too. So stick around. Holden Kushner hanging out with you here on BetCenter on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is VSIN.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.